Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. In this video, I'm going to go over the five mental training tools that you need as an athlete to take your game to the next level. Hey there, I'm Eli Straw, mental performance coach and the founder of SuccessStartWithin.com. Now, mental training tools are what we use to build certain mental skills. Now, when it comes to physical skills as an athlete, these are going to be dependent upon what sports you play. A swimmer is going to need different physical skills than a pitcher in baseball, for example. But with mental skills, these are going to be universal because what we're looking at is the specific mindset and the specific characteristics of the mindset that you need as an athlete to be able to compete at the highest level. And these mental training tools are what work to build mental skills. So the first mental training tool is performance objectives. Now when it comes to what you're focusing on whenever you're competing, it's gonna be very important that you keep this focus simple. You don't wanna be thinking about too much. One of the main things that I hear in athletes that I work with is that they are overthinking. Now whenever you're overthinking and this is holding you back, A lot of times what we need to do is we need to simplify your thinking. And performance objectives specifically used during games are going to work to simplify your thinking. Now there's a little bit of a difference between performance objectives for games and performance objectives for practices. So I'm gonna briefly cover that, but what I've done in the description is I've put a link to a video that goes into more detail on performance objectives. And I've done the same thing for the other four mental training tools that I'm going to go over. So performance objectives put simply are pieces of the process that you can control that you choose to focus on during practice or during a game. But during practice, your performance objectives are going to answer the question, what am I working on today? You know, what am I working on today? What do I want to be focused on? What's my intent for practice? So this is going to have more to do maybe with the technical side of your game. A performance objective for a game, it's still going to be part of the process and it's still going to be controllable, but the difference is it's going to answer the question, what do I need to focus on to perform my best? So you're not necessarily working on tweaking pieces of your mechanics. Now you're trying to simplify your focus to allow your natural skills to take over during the game. Another mental training tool is a self-talk routine. Now, self-talk refers to the internal dialogue that you have all the time. You know, put very simply, self-talk is your thoughts, your thinking. Now, we can break self-talk into direct self-talk and also indirect self-talk. Direct self-talk are going to be the thoughts you have about yourself. I am a great player. I believe in myself. I suck. I don't know if I can do this. Indirect self-talk is more about your environment. That team looks really good. I know we'll beat them because they're not a very good team, right? Both of those forms of self-talk, they are going to impact you as an athlete. But whenever we're talking about a self-talk routine, we want to focus on that direct self-talk. What kind of thoughts do you need to be saying to yourself to build confidence, calm your nerves, and improve your focus? The neat thing about a self-talk routine is that when you start to create a self-talk routine and then repeat it to yourself on a, on a daily basis, which I'll go over here in a second, this is going to begin to retrain your natural thought patterns. Now, we all have natural thought patterns, you know, just typical ways and patterns of thinking that we have on a daily basis and then also specific towards certain situations. Now, as an athlete, you want to make sure that your natural thought patterns are more positive and productive. And that, that productive word is the one I like the most because, you know, if you're, in a, if you're in a frustrating situation, it's very hard to think positively, but you want to make sure you're thinking productively. For example, after you make a mistake, is it very productive to beat yourself up? 
Or would it be more productive to tell yourself to move on, learn from it, and focus on the next play? So we always want to make sure that your self-talk is being more productive, and it's also working to build positive mental skills like confidence and focus and also being able to calm your nerves. So with a self-talk routine, what you can do is you want to create a list of about five to ten statements that are going to boost your confidence or build specific beliefs that you want, and then you want to begin rereading it to yourself every day. Now, as I mentioned, I've put a link to a video that goes into more detail on using self-talk for yourself down in the description below. The third mental training tool is mindfulness. Mindfulness is going to be the act of keeping your entire awareness and focus in the present moment. Now, I want you to imagine that you're playing a game. And during the game, you, you can't seem to focus on what you're doing. Your mind just keeps drifting and thinking about the other team, thinking about the past mistake you made, thinking about that bad call the official made. Your mind is everywhere but focused on what you need to be focused on. Do you think you're going to perform your best at that moment? Probably not. But now I want you to think about another example. There is a very, very loud crowd. There's an official that keeps making bad calls. There's another team that's pretty good. But somehow you're able to only focus on what you need to be doing at that moment. How do you think your performance is going to be? It's probably going to be a lot better. That shows us the power of keeping your attention and your awareness on what you're doing. The truth is, no matter if you play an individual sport or a team sport, you can only control your job and your responsibility on the field or on the court. And the more attention that you can give to what you need to be doing at that moment, the better you're going to perform. And if you do play a team sport, the, the greater of an asset you are to your team. Right? All you can focus on, though, is your responsibility and your job. Now, mindfulness, what it's going to do is it's going to help you train the ability to keep your attention in the present moment because mindfulness is, the, is describing the act of being completely focused in the present moment, but mindfulness, when we're talking about it in terms of training, is where you set aside a specific amount of time each day to train the ability to retain your attention in the present moment. My favorite form of mindfulness training is mindfulness meditation, and it's what I have most of the athletes that I work with in one-on-one -on -one mental coaching go through. So... What you do is you set aside about five minutes a day, you get yourself into a quiet location, you, you put a timer on for five minutes, you close your eyes, and then all you do is you take some deep breaths and focus on your breathing. Try to get that breathing nice, nice and calm and nice and rhythmic. Now, as you begin to think about something else, which you will, and that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong, it means you're training correctly, actually. Whenever you start to think about something else, you just want to bring your attention back on to your breath and back into the present moment. The fourth mental training tool I want to go over is mental rehearsal. Mental rehearsal is going to come in the form of visualization, and it's also going to come in the form of you know, a little bit of mental preparation going into the game in terms of maybe studying, studying your opponent a little bit. Now, mental rehearsal just means you're going over your performance in your mind. Visualization is the easiest way to do mental rehearsal because what you do with visualization is you sit down or lie down and you close your eyes and you imagine yourself performing. You can go through different scenarios within the game. If you're, you know, if you're running a race or swimming a race, you can you can visualize the entire race. You can visualize at bats. You can visualize shots. But the point is, the more you rehearse in your mind your skills and your performance, the more trust and confidence you're going to have come game time. The other form of mental rehearsal is where you you evaluate your opponent, maybe you do a little bit of research. And the reason that I like to lump this into mental rehearsal is because when you're doing research for your opponent and you are watching some film or you're looking at stats and you're preparing and you're thinking about what your game plan is going to be, you are mentally rehearsing how you're going to perform when it comes to the game. What this is going to do is it's going to build your confidence because the more prepared you are, 
the more belief you're going to have. But it's also going to help reduce some nerves and anxiety if you do feel a little anxious about the game. One of the best ways to start you know, remedying anxiety going into a game is being prepared. The more prepared you are, the less anxious you're going to feel. And so the more you can mentally rehearse, both with visualization and also with researching your opponent, watching film, whatever you can do, the better you're going to perform come game time. The last mental training tool that I want to go over is reframing. Now, reframing is a great thing because we can apply it to so many different areas within your game. But what I want to focus on first is reframing mistakes. When a mistake happens, you can't control the mistake. You can't go back in time and change the mistake. So all you're left with is the question of how are you going to respond to the mistake? Now, the most common and the easiest reaction is to be frustrated by the mistake and a lot of times then be distracted moving forward within the game. But what if you could reframe these mistakes? Not becoming happy about the mistake, but looking at the mistake in a different way so it's actually going to help you improve moving forward. This is where we start to learn and evaluate and take something and pull something out of that negative situation, which was the mistake, and apply it to your game moving forward to help you actually grow and improve. Then another way that this reframing can help is if you are criticized or if you're yelled at. A lot of times, you know, when I'm working with athletes on fear or anxiety when they're playing, it'll be, sur- it'll be kind of focused on, you know, is my coach going to yell at me or my teammates going to be upset with me? But if you can reframe coach yelling to coach helping, which I know isn't always an easy thing to do, that can slowly take away that fear. Now, the thing about reframing is we are reframing situations and you know things that happen to us that aren't necessarily positive. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't need to reframe them. So right there, we know that it's already a tough thing to do. It's not going to be easy, but when you are able to reframe it, what you're doing is you're taking a situation that's already not that great but you're learning how to spin it in a little bit more of a positive and productive way. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.